Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, only about 13 minutes or so each day, but that keeps us in God's Word and thereby helps, keeps us, helps keep us strong in our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. It also helps keep us in, in focus on our relationship with God and upon our soul's salvation. Help people in your life turn their life around, grow in their faith, come close to God, get to heaven by sharing these short studies with them every day through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means. Share with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can every day. What a great blessing for somebody to get to heaven. But you know, helping them along the way That'll be a great blessing for you as well. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to finish up our study, our line of thought, talking about faith. We've talked about the Bible's definition of faith, Hebrews 11 and verse 1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And so true faith in God, true faith in Christ, Christian faith, it's not a wild dream. It's not an unrealistic wish. It's not a blind leap in the dark. It is exactly the opposite of all of that. It is based upon substance and evidence. The evidence of God's existence all around us. The creation shouts his name. The evidence of Christ being God's son and our Lord and Savior, the cross, the historical evidence, the documentation of his existence, his teachings on an ongoing basis. We see that over and over and over again. It's written down in historical literature. But we also see the evidence of Christ being the Son of God through all of the Christian institutions, benevolence, medical institutions, all of the literature inspired by faith in God and Christ, all of the evidences that are so abundant out there, all of the people who claim to be followers in Christ. And then, of course, we get to the Bible, the Word of God. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God. In other words, it is God's very Word. 2 Timothy 3 and verse 16 and it's not something that just is stated in there and left without proof. The Bible is consistent in its proving itself through prophecies and later fulfillment to exact detail hundreds and hundreds of years later. Hmm. It states things that the people of that day did not know and people, humanity as a whole, would not learn for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years later, such as the earth being a circle and not flat. But it's right there in the scriptures, right there in the scriptures. Amazing, isn't it? You look at evidence after evidence, but also we see the synchronous nature of the universe in its operation we see the harmonious existence and 
and mechanics of this earth and our atmosphere. We look at life on this planet. And do you realize that the simplest life form is vastly more complex than an airplane, a car, any building that has been built, including the highest of all high-rises? Do you realize that our human body is so vastly more complex than even the greatest supercomputer that we have been able to manufacture? Hmm. God is the designer, the creator behind it all. We know that buildings cannot just exist on their own. A car cannot just suddenly make itself into being. A super jet cannot just suddenly appear. We understand there has to be knowledge. There has to be design. And the design has to come from a designer. But when we look at life, when we look at our physical beings, when we look at life forms in general, we're talking about complexity far beyond any of those objects, any of those manufactured products, any of those designed and built buildings. We know they cannot exist on their own. How foolish. How, how absurd is the thinking that somehow life can just suddenly appear makes absolutely no sense. And we're not talking about just from a theological perspective. We're talking about from a scientific perspective. True science, true science shoots down the supposition, the hypothesis that life can come from non-life. It's an impossibility. God is And so as faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, but even things we don't see that we know are there, there's evidence of their existence. We've talked about the wind. You can't see the wind. Or you can see the clouds roll by, but that's not the wind. Those are the clouds being moved by the wind. We can see the leaves rustle in the trees, but those are the leaves rustling. We can't see the wind that blows them and makes them rustle. We can't see electricity, but we can see the effects of electricity. We turn on a light switch. Lights come on. We can't see the intricacies of atomic structure with the naked eye, but we know they exist from their effects. God is far more powerful and knowledgeable than anything else we can observe or suggest. God is. He is, as we've pointed out, he is all-powerful. Jesus said nothing is impossible for God. Luke chapter 1 and verse 37 We talked about the impossibility of 
establishing whichever came first, a hen or an egg, without God being the creator behind the hen and the egg. To suggest that the hen came first is to, su- is to suggest that a hen could exist without an egg. But we know that hens come from eggs. Well, to suggest that the egg existed before the hen, the hen lays the egg. You can't explain the existence of either without God as the creator and designer. They cannot just happen on their own. God is eternal from everlasting to everlasting, Psalm 90 and verse 2. He is omnipresent everywhere all the time at the same time, Jonah chapter 1 and verse 3. Whither shall I go from your spirit? Whither shall I flee from your presence? If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Psalm 139, verses 7 through 11. God is absolutely all-powerful. God is omniscient. God is omnipresent. And God is omnibenevolent. God is a a four-letter word spelled love. Now, where does love come from? Explain it without God. You could attach another word to that, another concept. Where does goodness come from without God? Explain it. What is good without God? What is love without God's love? How do we know love? Because God first loved us and loves us still. When we look at 1 John chapter 4, verse 7, John the Apostle wrote, Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. And then we look at verse 16. We have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. You can't explain love without God. You can't explain goodness without God because God is the very author. He is the very personification of both love and goodness. We're thankful for goodness in this world when we see it. We're thankful for love when we experience it. God is the source of both. Without God, neither would exist. There would be no no definition of either, love or goodness, without God. We want to help you come to God and experience the fullness of faith that he wants you to have in him and in his Son, your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'd love to send you a free Bible study through the postal mail. 
You can contact us through our website at churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com. Click on the email link and you can contact us that way. Or you can phone us at 402-498-8397, 402-498-8397. The study is free. Maybe you just need to talk to someone. We're here if you'll contact us. We'd love to talk with you, to pray with you, to help you learn more from God's Word so that your faith in God can grow. Faith in God can grow. Without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Jesus said, if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. Hebrews 11, 6, John 8, 24. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. We'd like to help you learn the word of God and grow in your faith. Please contact us. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your love, for your power in our lives, for your goodness, for your benevolence. Thank you, Father, for loving us so much. Thank you for sending your Son to bring us the faith of Christianity and help us to live by faith and to understand always that it is based upon your substance, and the evidence of your being. Praise, glory, honor, and thanks be to you. Please forgive us, gracious Father, and hear our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.